being able to place people in media. It's not as easy as calling in a favor, which a lot of people think. It's you really have to have a good story. You have to know who to pitch. And when I'm able to do that work, it's really fun. But I don't find myself being able to do that as often now. Obviously, as a business owner, I've had to change my priorities. But if I could pick anything, it would definitely be media relations. And I, I kind of work with other people who have the same mentality for that. Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gretch from the IMCEO podcast, and I appreciate you listening to this episode. If you've been listening this year, you know that we hit over 1,600 episodes at the beginning of this year. We're doing something a little bit different where we're repurposing our favorite episodes around certain categories, topics, or as I like to call them, the business pillars that we think are going to be extremely impactful for CEOs, entrepreneurs, business owners, and what I like to call CB Nation architects who are looking to level up their organizations. And this month, we are focused on the visibility game, aka marketing, advertising, PR, and sales. I often say the name of the game is being found, and these tools will help you to do that. We have heard the philosophical question, if the tree falls in the forest and no one is around, does it make a sound? If there's a really, really great product or service and no one knows about it, how great is it really? What impact does it ultimately make? This is where we will go into this month. Looking at visibility, branding, marketing, public relations, sales, being the lifeblood of businesses, building media companies, and so much more. This is probably one of the most exciting and probably the most excruciating topics, but we hope this month to demystify or maybe even vanquish the fear and help and arm you with the tools to be able to increase your visibility. So buckle up and sit back and enjoy this special episode of the I Am CEO podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gretch from the I Am CEO podcast, and I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Ronjini Joshua of the Silver Telegram. Ronjini, it's awesome to have you on the show. Thank you. It's nice to be here. I appreciate appreciate you guys reaching out and us talking today. Yeah, absolutely. There's loads of value that I know this episode will have. And before we jumped in, I wanted to read a little bit more about Ronjini so you can hear about all the awesome things that she's doing. And Ronjini is the CEO and founder of the Silver Telegram, a PR agency focused on brand awareness and media relations for technology companies. She's been in the PR industry for 17 years, working at large agencies as well as in-house PR and as the founder of her own agency. Ronjini is the host of the PR Playbook podcast, a podcast about everything you need to know about public relations as well as a contributor on Forbes and a speaker at industry events. Ronjini, are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? Absolutely. My head's getting a little big. There you go. Keep keep it up for the episode. We got to get all that knowledge out. So uh, (laughs) I wanted to hear from the beginning on how you got started. Could you take us through your CEO story? We'll let you start your business. Yeah, absolutely. It's pretty... I don't know. It might be pretty common, but my story started by accident. And I remember vividly thinking when I was first out of college that I never wanted to be the owner of my own business. I remember thinking that. And then all of a sudden it happened. (laughs) (laughs) And um, I, I actually worked at a lot of big PR agencies. And what I noticed was like anybody, like a gap in the market. There was a gap in startup PR agencies. Startups work a little bit differently than regular businesses. They have less money. They're looking for more impact. And what I saw was that we were turning away a lot of startups that had maybe a smaller budget. And 
not small by any means, but small for the agency. And so I was like sitting there, I wasn't doing a lot of work because we were turning away little small startups. And I was like, I should be working with those companies. They're interesting. They're doing something different. And so at some point I was like, okay, I'm just going to quit. <laughs> so I quit my agency. Yeah, I quit my agency and started freelancing for some of these smaller companies. And then from there, I actually got to bring on people that I used to work with in other places, other agencies. I used to work in video games. So I brought on someone from there because we were working a lot in video games when we first started the agency. And it just blossomed from there. And I started liking it more. <laughs> and obviously there's a, a nuance to business ownership that's different from anything else you could possibly do. And so it's really hard to give it up. Once you become a business owner, you realize the potential and all the different things you can do. And from there, I had other business ideas. So I think it's really easy to become a serial entrepreneur once you start a business. Yeah, absolutely. I used to say when you scratch that itch, so to speak, you start to yeah. see like opportunities pop up everywhere once you start to see them. And the, I think the problem and the challenge then becomes to not try to do all the opportunities at the same time and to focus Tell on me about one. It. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I, I absolutely love that. And I love, I think everybody loves like the startup story, so to speak, especially those that don't have unlimited resources, which nobody really does for lack of a better term. And then being able to be crafty, to be resourceful, to be able to figure out how to get their name out there and really to build that business. I think those are really, in my opinion, some of the best stories. I think in hindsight, though, I probably would have done it differently. <laughs> Maybe we'll get to that. Yeah. I definitely would have done it a little bit differently if I knew the direction I was going to be in or the position I was going to be in today, which right. I didn't plan for it. So there's something for having a business plan, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I, so I, I know we touched on it a little bit when I read your bio. So could you take us through exactly what you do for your clients and how exactly that process works? Yeah, sure. So we are PR agency. So another reason why it's so different, we're professional services. I went to school for PR. So I'm one of those few people that like graduated and actually did <laughs> do what, they're, what they're doing. Yes. What they're doing. <laughs> So in public relations, we really focus on brand messaging. So developing the message to your audience and then also getting people in the media. So a lot of people don't know this and my parents still don't really get it, but there are people who place news stories in the media and I'm one of those people. <laughs> so I'll take, and we mostly work with technology companies, but we have some lifestyle companies that we work with as well. And we take those stories and we put them into something that's newsworthy. We we draw out the news from those their company stories and then we ship it and send it to media that might be interested in who are reporting on those particular areas. So for an example, I work with a robotics company. They just raised a huge round of funding, $40 million, and they work in industrial inspection. And so they help save lives by putting robots out in the field versus people who are climbing big telephone towers or something like that. So basically we take their story and we tell them, okay, this is how these robots are benefiting this industry. And then we'll send it to someone like Popular Science or Wall Street Journal or Forbes or something like that. Nice. I absolutely love that. And I think that I sometimes will call like the PR agencies kind of translators in the sense that especially yeah. working with technology companies, because I find those kind of IT technology companies probably are super smart, obviously <laughs> can create incredible solutions, but sometimes aren't as gifted as being able to tell their story and get that across to the people. So that's why absolutely. I look at it as being like a translator. They always tell me, I'm always getting stuck with an engineer and they're like <laughs> explaining something. And I feel bad because I have to ask them the same question over mm -hmm. and over again, because they're telling me first the technical term. And when you ask them again, then I said, can you break it down a little bit more? Can you break it down a little bit more? So I always tell people that you should be able to explain it to your grandmother. That's the level mm -hmm. of I need. 
Uh, oh, see, I thought you were going to go with a four-year-old, but now the four-year-olds are so tech savvy that you might yeah. have to go with a grandma to be able to do that. So exactly. uh, I absolutely love that. So I wanted to ask you now for what I call your secret sauce, and it could be for yourself or your business, but what do you feel that you got the part of make sure you need? I think one thing is I have this, like, I think my personal secret sauce is that I have a personality where I can really get excited about most things. So I really try to find that like silver bullet within any brand and I cling on to that and come up with ideas. And I usually start generating ideas within minutes. Once you start explaining to me, I can come up with stuff. So I think personality wise, I am very excitable. <laughs> <laughs> and so I think that just leads to that I'm very creative. And so I keep coming up with story angles. So personally, I think that's why I've been able to be so good at media relations is that I can extract those little pieces. And that's always been my specialty working in PR is media relations. So that's our agency specialty too. So it leads to our kind of overall special sauce of being able to place people in media. It's not as easy as calling in a favor, which a lot of people think. It's You really have to have a good story. You have to know who to pitch. And when I'm able to do that work, it's really fun. But I don't find myself being able to do that as often now. Obviously, as a business owner, I've had to change my priorities. But if I could pick anything, it would definitely be media relations. And I, I kind of work with other people who have the same mentality for that. Yeah, that, that makes so much sense. And I think that as we get clarity on exactly what we're doing and who we are, we start to attract those like-minded individuals. Yeah. And I love that curiosity piece that you spoke to, because I think obviously it's huge for a PR, but I think it's huge in business as well too. And I think that we touched on those opportunities that start to blossom up. And it's largely because you do have that curiosity and are able to look at things and find that silver bullet, as you said. I, I wanted to switch gears a little bit and I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? I think my thing, my hack is waking up before everyone else. Mm. So I wake up pretty early and this is something I've actually always been interested in with other CEOs and people who have families, like how do they function? How's their like day schedule? Cause I want to know if I'm crazy or not, but I wake <laughs> up at five usually And I try to wake up and just give myself 10 to 15 minutes to figure out what I want to do for the day. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then I'll obviously I'll start working if if that makes sense. But I really just use that 10 to 15 minutes to figure it out and then get the house ready for the morning, especially now since everybody's at home. Mm -hmm. I get the house ready in the morning and then my kids wake up around 630. So then between 630 and 8, I have to start. I kind of work with them. Awesome. So I wanted to ask you now for what I call a CEO nugget. So that could be a word of wisdom or a piece of advice, or as you reference, something you might tell yourself if you were to hop into a time machine. The nugget is preparation and planning. I think right now my mantra is purpose over perfection. So it's really like getting stuff done. However, I do think planning and preparation is really important in that time is probably the most valuable time you can spend on your business. So whether it's a day or a couple of days, I started doing retreats last year and literally just by myself. And it's not a luxury retreat. I tried to get other people involved and they were only interested in massages. It's literally, I gave myself 36 hours to do as much work as possible in the planning department. And I couldn't believe how well that worked for mental planning. So it was a personal planning session, but also business planning. I was able to get some stuff done on my website just because it gave me the clarity and distance to be able to do that. And I told my clients that I would be unavailable. I told my team, they're going to have to deal with, I'm going to be gone for two days. You're going to have to take care of everything. So I think 
that was really important. So taking one or two days for planning, maybe a quarter, I think that is like probably the best thing I've ever done. And I wish I started doing a lot earlier. Yeah, no, I love that. I definitely appreciate you you speaking to that and how important it is to create that space. Because I think so many times we think that it'll just organically happen. You have to actually create that space, create those two days, three days, whatever that might be, so that you have that space in order to And if you're worried about the time or the the money that you're going to lose, you're not going to. You're actually going to make more money because you're going to plan. I think one of my biggest concerns of doing stuff like that is, oh God, I'm going to be gone for a day. What are the clients going to do? And it's really not that big of a deal if you think about it in a long-term way, yes, in that, but you can plan ahead and get someone to cover you or plan ahead and let them know that you're not going to be there. I think we all deserve that space. And sometimes as a CEO or a business owner, you put a lot of pressure on yourself to be on all the time, but you could still be on. It's just on for longer, longer term planning. So I think it's really important to know that you're not going to lose money just by taking a couple of days off. It's, probably really vital and critical to your business to do it. I think like managing your time in a way that it's like human and not a robot. So I have to often remind myself of that. Yeah, absolutely. But I think you you spoke to it. I think the fact that we have to remind ourselves that we are human. And as you said, the progress over perfection, we're not going to always be perfect. And once we remind ourselves of it, it's just every muscle that we work out, you have to do it on a regular basis. It's not something that you can just tell yourself once and then you're good. Usually you have to continue to check in to make sure that happens. Yeah, I do my best. I can tell when I'm getting really overwhelmed. I'm like, oh gosh, I think it's time. It's time to check in. You can, like, I start coming into this, like, flow, this regular flow Mm. of knowing when that time is coming. Yeah, absolutely. It's so funny you say that because I even find that in the morning or during days when I don't do those those kind of morning activities and I see my day gets out of whack and I would look back and I say, okay, I didn't do that in the morning and that's why I'm exactly where I'm at. (laughs) <laughs> awesome. So now I wanted to ask you my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So Ranjini, what does being a CEO mean to you? I think it's being someone who's a leader, a creative person who can motivate and inspire the rest of your team. You don't have to be the jack of all trades. You just have to know what you're good at and focus on that. And I think just moving things forward is I think the key role of a CEO in a positive way. So not being afraid of change and also continuing continuously learning is part of that as well. Yeah, absolutely. With change being like the only constant and understanding that we will never probably really be perfect. So continue to progress, as you said so eloquently before, I think it's an absolute huge thing. And you show tremendous leadership when you do that. So definitely appreciate that definition. And I appreciate your time even more. What I wanted to do is pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional you can let our readers and listeners know. And then, of course, how best they can get on view, subscribe to your podcast and hear about all the awesome things you guys are working on. Sure. Thank you. So our website is thesilvertelegram.com and you can find all the information there. And then we also launched the PR Playbook podcast earlier this year. You could find that on any of your favorite podcast players. So Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, we're all over there. And then also on the website, you can find the podcast. It's thesilvertelegram.com backslash the PR Playbook podcast. And then if you wanted to contact me, if you have questions about PR or about a program, or if you should even do it, I get a lot of those questions. It's just Ronjini, R-O-N-J-I-N-I at thesilvertelegram.com. And I'm sure you have show notes. So I can give you all my information there. I'm on Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, all that stuff. 
Awesome. Yes, absolutely. Like you just said, we will definitely have the links and information in the show notes just to make it even easier. And I hope you have a great rest of the day. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Be sure to follow us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. Grab CEO Gear at www.ceogear.co. This has been the I Am CEO Podcast with Gresham Harkless. Thank you for listening.